Well, everyone, thanks for uh, downloading and listening again. We're back. Ranj Bawa, Stu Thibodeau, back with the Ranj Bawa podcast. Ranj, how are you doing today? I'm great, Stu. How are you doing? I'm good. You know, I feel like we're, we've now moved into phase one of reopening from yes. this pandemic that we're in and uh, feeling good, but still, you know, on our track to kind of get back to normal lives here. Yeah. It, you know, you look at the calendar and with us being just on the cusp of June here, looking at probably been just over, over two months now. Stu, it feels like it's been a lot longer. Yeah. I think I said that last podcast and, you know, the days seem to go by fairly quickly, but man, it, um, yeah, it, it, it's gone by quick. I I feel May's gone by very quickly. I was saying to my friend the other day that it's the first month of it seemed like it took forever. And then the last month has just flown by. So I don't know if it's just where our minds are adjusted to it or not, but it definitely seems that kind of is back to normal where it's like, oh, the months are going. It's not just constant like... Another day is now being a part of. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're we're grateful for all the listeners with us again for this podcast and for being with us and the ones that you've been to before. And if you're new, we welcome you. And we're really pleased to to be able to offer this platform to have a conversation and to really be a community and a team. And and that's one of the themes we'll be talking about tonight as we delve in. Stu and I will talk about the, the specific themes in a moment. But I just wanted to allude to the fact that you know, we've come this far and often you hear people in uh, narratives out there that we are in this together. And I truly believe that, you know, everyone has been somewhat dismantled and, and uh, separated physically and emotionally and, and um, in, in so many ways. And yet at the end of the day, we are in this together. And one of our intentions through these conversations is to provide a platform where we can keep coming together and make sure that we're staying aligned and connected as, as the time goes on. Yeah, with with planning on what we wanted to talk about uh, for, you know, people that are just jumping in to listen to us or follow us along, what did we really want to focus on as we continue on this pandemic? And what we kind of discussed about was really two pillars of progress, which you said are listening and asking. How would you, how would you talk about that to anybody? Yeah, you know, listening and asking, Stu, are our two themes today. And I wanted to start off with this whole component of listening. And, you know, as we move through these dynamic times, I think everyone's endurance is really being tested. It's, it's been some time now. And at the first, first few weeks, you know, like you said, there was, there was a bit of shock. The days went a bit by, by slower. There was some novelty to it. You know, people, all of a sudden you're on Zoom calls and people are connecting in different ways. I think there is, um, I, I'm so, uh, optimistic for society's ability to overcome. And I will say at the same time, I'm observant to the fact that I believe there's a weariness out there. The legs are getting a little tired, so to speak. And so, as we move through these times, I think, you know, the, the, the body and the mind are seeking familiarity and there's still some uncertainty. To your point, phase one, there's some reopening happening and it's just being unfolded across the land. But I do feel there's still uncertainty. And with that, we have to look at where, where do we create certainty? Where can we create foundation and structure and anchors in our life? And I believe one element is listening. And I think it really starts to with this whole notion of the internal dialogue. You know, it's one thing often people talk about communication is, is rooted in great listening. And I fully agree. I would respectfully say with our listeners here that that listening comes within ourselves first to ourselves with this internal dialogue that we're all having. Oftentimes that inner voice tries to catch our attention. It challenges us or it inspires us to keep going. There's always a voice in our head. You and I've talked about that before. Mm -hmm. And so it really is powerful. It can diminish us. 
It can uplift us. And so I think that's why it's so important when we talk about listening in a time of challenge, like we've all been through in these past weeks and months, is to really amplify our ability to listen to ourselves. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel, uh, you know, you get you, you definitely could be at your most honest self when you are listening to what your yourself is your inner self is telling you, and I feel like getting that out uh, to someone else is very key. It's key, yeah. and, and we talk a lot about this idea of a conversation. A conversation, Stu, doesn't exist if there isn't listening. So often people say, oh, I have self-talk or I have internal dialogue. Well, if we aren't listening to that dialogue, there's no conversation. And I'm very uh, passionate about that because I think with a lot of uh, talk about mental health and a lot of investment to that, and I'm very empathetic to people going through very many tough times. And it wanes. You know, for me, I, I feel a lot of times now I'm kind of at that 85, 90, 85, 15, 90, 10 point where I'm feeling good, I'm feeling positive, but I'm still severely challenged sometimes on those 10 to 15% of days in a week where it's just like, this is hard or it's, it's, it's difficult to get it going. You got to refurbish, you got to recover. And I think dialing into that internal dialogue and listening to ourselves. So do we need rest? Do we need to get outside? Do we need to communicate with someone? Do we need to make a phone call? Do we need to take a break? Do we need to dial into our goals even more effectively? There's all these and we'll talk about this in a, in, a, in a few minutes about asking ourselves questions. But this internal dialogue, it's so important to have a conversation with ourselves in order to be available then for other people. I really feel that this is one of the times in history, Stu, that people need to be heard the most. I would, I would definitely call myself a professional of someone who used to bury everything and mm, keep everything. Sure. I wouldn't share anything with anybody until right. like they really got at me. And working with you, I feel like it's kind of opened myself up to everybody, not just when I'm working with you. And why do you think it's so difficult for people to open up to others and really want to share how they're feeling when, you know, they could, it could make a world of difference to them? Yeah, that, that difficulty in opening up, oftentimes there's this, uh, people tout great leadership, right? Leadership, and it's very important, leadership in our times and any time. But really at the root of, at, at the base foundation, at the heart of leadership is listening. And I think perhaps sometimes people have a tough time opening up and, and we'll get to this when we talk about asking as well. But I think it's vulnerable. Like when you open up and you actually have to talk to someone else and ha- ask someone to listen to you, it becomes vulnerable. Uh, some, some people feel they're, they're a burden. They don't want to express it or perhaps they've grown up in an environment that there wasn't that much communication. And the reason we bring this element of listening up now is because in this realm that we're in, whereby technology, for the most part, is ruling our communication. You know, we this whole social distance um, parameter that we're in is obviously very important for the health and well-being of everyone. That being said, it has compromised the ability to be face-to-face and have that human connection, the true human connection. And so to your question, why do people have tough time. I think sometimes feel people feel it's a burden or they close inside or more importantly to my first point, if you aren't having a conversation with yourself, you really aren't opening up to anyone else either. And that's not to, that's not to say that, that those who hold it in are, 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 are bad people are making a bad choice. It takes a lot to get this out. That's why we're bringing this to the forefront today. So one of the intentions is to bring awareness around the value of actually creating that conversation within ourselves through a journal, through meditation, 
I often do early morning walks, Stu. And so I go out early in the morning, very early, and I'm observer and I'm really listening to myself. And so I stay very present. I call them presence walks. And I get out there and have a, have a talk with Ranch. Ask him a few questions. Ask him how he's doing. Ask the dad version of, how, of Ranch how he's doing. Ask the businessman how he's doing. Ask the husband how he's doing. Ask the athlete how he's doing. Like Have all these dialogues with myself to just check in. And what that then allows me to do as the day unfolds is not to seek perfection of the answer, but to be aware of what I'm feeling and experiencing. I will say when I was younger, the conversation was one way. You got to muscle through this, find a way, work hard, keep your head down and don't feel. There was a time in my life I went through that. I've evolved much because I've studied this stuff and still working on it. Definitely a work in progress. But this, this element of, of difficult, to having difficulty to open up oftentimes comes from that, that feeling of, of vulnerability. Do you feel when you, you, you mentioned how you, you know, speak to the different parts of you and you're on your walks. Do you feel like that helps you prioritize things that are more important to you in that day or that week? Or it's just a general kind of overall feeling because you're kind of pulled in all these different ways, being a businessman, a father, a husband, et cetera. Great question. Yeah. Uh, you know, what, what it does for me, Stu, is it really brings forth this element of accountability. And so when I have these conversations to myself, like I said, I don't necessarily have to focus on the outcome per se, but when I ask myself and I'm having dialogues with those different realms of who I am, and I'd encourage our listeners to ask yourself, what, what parts of yourself can you have a talk with? What, what, is it the artist in you? Is it the entrepreneur in you? Is it the parent in you? Is it the athlete in you? Is it the survivor in you? So many different parts of us. So for me, it brings me back to a foundation of accountability, which in turn, Stu, here's the key, invites me to take action. Because it's one thing to think about things. It's another thing to act into making a change, fostering a movement, enhancing a habit. And so to your question, when I'm talking to myself, and, and I encourage our listeners to experience this if you haven't already, is bring forth that element of accountability. So when we have these conversations, yes, that listening, if we're listening to ourselves and we're saying, wow, that is a good question I just asked myself, how can I be accountable to take action, to either be an observer, make a change, or, or, or even celebrate a victory? And, and I think that's where, it really, that's where it's really based. Well, that's an interesting way to look at it. As you were talking about it, I, I was thinking of the different parts of me mm. that I could think about because I never actually really looked at it like that. So that's an interesting little way to go about it. Yeah, and often I, I've developed this habit where I ask myself and I would ask our, everyone listening here is, what do you say to yourself when you first wake up? So I would invite our listeners this week when you're listening to this podcast is ask yourself what you actually say to yourself when you first wake up. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's time to start saying something. What I, what I typically do, it's develop, I've developed this habit of saying an affirmation. I'm healthy, strong, and vibrant. And I say that to myself 20, 30 times. And it, it's an affirmation that allows me to, to get in a mindset and a flow. Now, do I feel that every morning? Absolutely not. Tough. Some mornings are tough, man. Really tough. And the vulnerability comes into saying, what's the conversation you want to have with yourself when you first wake up? And how well are you listening to then be able to act upon what has to happen to change the trajectory of your day or the week for that matter? 
Now, does that mean it works every time? No. You're going to come up against some hard walls. This pandemic, this time that we've been in, has challenged us all, some to the deepest level. You know, you've got this rhythm going. There's this excitement. There's this change. And all of a sudden, whammo. Like, like it's just like a, you hit a, you get right hook across the jaw. What just happened? Like, I'm down on the mat. But as we've said before, you get back up. You got a 10 count. You get back up. Okay. What happened there? What happened? How do we recalibrate? What question do we have to ourselves to listen and realize what has to change? It's a great question. So we, we've, we've talked about dealing with ourselves, listen to ourselves. How do we effectively listen to others? Especially, you know, why is it so important at this juncture uh, in this generation to really, you know, be there for other people? Mm. I, I, I believe that perhaps one of the most times in history, at least in this generation, it's, the, it's one of the most times people want to be heard and understood for that matter. And so in going back to listening to ourselves, I think we really equip ourselves with the patience and the presence and the purpose, patience, presence, and purpose to be a great listener. And when we have our loved ones or friends or perhaps colleagues, and even if we're across uh, virtual platforms, you know, because many people are right now, why is it so important, you ask? Because so many people are longing for connection again, even subconsciously. You know, it, I think I've heard a lot of people say it's, it's like they're enjoying working from home. It's, it's nice to be home and get stuff done. And then another day they'll say, I want to get back out there. Why is it important for us to listen? Because I think there's a lot of untold stories in people's hearts right now. We've never seen a time like this before, ever. And so for our listeners and for all of us out there, I think it's incumbent upon us as a team, as, as a society, to really do what we can, one conversation at a time, Stu, that's the key, is to really amplify our ability to listen to what others are feeling, experiencing, going through, wanting to share. Yeah, I know I've shared with uh, some of my friends that we've, you know, we've done our Zoom calls, we've done our FaceTimes, but as someone who's really social and likes to be around people, it's just not the same. So mm. I would, I became really negative on it and I didn't want to be a part of those things because I was like, I'd rather see you in person when we can. I don't like holding up my phone or looking into my computer talking to you. It's just not as enjoyable to me. Right. And that was like something I really was like, yes, but I, this is how I get to see them. Totally. Yeah. And, and, and I've, I've heard a term where people are kind of getting, um, virtually exhausted mm-hmm. because they're on these platforms for, for much of the day. And that's understandable. What I would invite in this notion of listening is really starting to practice it within ourselves as we started with, and then pick two or three people in a week, be it people that you live with, people, close family, friends, virtual people that are across the platform, wherever it is. But this week is say, okay, what two or three people in my life am I going to really focus on listening to? Recently, my kids were really excited about this project they were doing. And my, my son was doing a, a project on Amur leopards in the Amur uh, region of Siberia and China. And he's like, dad, I want to tell you about Amur leopards. And you know, he's not in school right now. The kid, none of the kids are. He and I got in this engaged conversation about Amur leopards and Stu, I didn't say a word. Just listened. He was talking. And then our daughter was talking about this new project she wants to do to help people and donate to charity. And she was really engaged in it. And, and at the time I was in the middle of something and I just kind of put it aside, turned my chair and got all in listening. She just wanted to tell her story and it can go from young children right to 
seniors who are, a lot of them are, 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 you know, isolated right now. They have to be for health reasons. And so this whole element and effort of listening, so powerful right now, because a lot of people, they need that. They need that reconnection. They, they, they want to tell a story that's in their heart or in their mind because we just haven't had that connection that we were so accustomed to for so many years. So let's, let's talk about the other half that we wanted to talk about today, which is asking. How do you view this as the important kind of second half to listening, Ranch? You know, it's such a, it's such a important and powerful skill, asking. Uh, two fellows, Jack Canfield and Mark Victor Hansen, wrote a full book on it. It's called The Aladdin Factor. And the Aladdin factor, it's, it's deemed as, it's one of the greatest lessons you'll ever learn is how to ask for what you want. And, and these two gentlemen talk about how that happens in this great book. I'd recommend it to people. And asking is really, it's such a great skill because it connects you to what you want and it rallies the human tribe to be able to help you to get there. And, and most importantly, here's the key. I will give credit to Zig Ziglar for this. When you help other people get what they want, you can have everything that you want. And so by by having the spirit of asking and rallying others and having the humility and vulnerability to do so, it really empowers not only you asking, but typically most people want to help. But if you think about it, a lot of people don't necessarily help right away until they're asked. Yeah, that, I think that's what really makes it a positive experience for everyone. Very rarely will when, will I not get a good result when I do take the time to ask. I, I'm someone who would usually not ask uh, a lot of the time. Right. And then you'd be like, well, why isn't this happening for me? Or why isn't, you know, this person offering this? It's because I didn't even bother to ask them. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and to that is, is when someone doesn't ask, because I, I mentioned humility and vulnerability, that doesn't mean if a person doesn't ask, doesn't mean they're not humble and they're not vulnerable. Not at all. What it sometimes means is that, People have a blueprint inside of them that says, I don't want to be a burden. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to um, put this other person out. I, I feel bad for asking. And what I would say is with that, and, and I'd invite our listeners to think about this. In this time where we are all perhaps struggling, making a comeback, looking for new ways of doing business, getting used to new ways of communicating, when we ask we actually give the other person the honor and the opportunity to be of assistance and guidance. And, and I think also to that, to that question, Stu, why, why is it tough? I think rejection's a big fear. I think that, that go, that's a, that's, it will be as old as time is oftentimes people don't ask because they're feared of, of, of the no. Yeah. For me, looking back, I definitely feel it was a little bit of just not wanting to bother them. Yes. I feel like I was it would be going out of my way to really put them out, even though that was not usually a thing. And just an overall kind of shyness that I tend to sometimes have. Right. I feel like that really always got in my way. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and as we, you know, as you said, that that feeling of, of being shy or not wanting to be a burden is something that I invite all of us to keep overcoming. Because as we now navigate through this new normal that everyone's talking about, it is going to require us to ask questions because we're not going to know how it works. If we fly on a plane, do we all know how the rules work? We're going to be told, but it's important to ask so we all understand mm-hmm. and we can all be aligned. And I think going back to one of the themes that we first started with today is asking ourselves is one of the most powerful 
practices we can do. For example, when we do something, we have to ask ourselves, did this choice, decision, dialogue, or action align with my values? And, and when you start asking yourself, am I aligned? Am I congruent with what I want, who I am, what I'm doing? It creates that internal dialogue. And you get accustomed to asking yourself that tough question. Oftentimes, people, for whatever reason, neglect that internal dialogue of asking themselves, am I congruent? Am I in alignment? Am I, is my audio matching my video? And when you miss that, it actually becomes very difficult to even ask other people questions. So what do you feel we can, you know, as, as the world moves, begins to reopen and move into phase two that's coming, Sure. you know, the NHL just announced they're coming back mm-hmm. when they can. What do, you, what do you think we can ask ourselves as we move into that further into this pandemic and overcoming all of this? I, I think going deep within, and, and I'll, I'll loop this back in terms of what we can ask other people, but to your question, Stu, I think one thing that's paramount is to ask ourselves for personal kindness. A lot of times when we're going through new phases like this, new arenas, new landscapes of life, challenges, finding out new ways to do things, pivoting our businesses, that personal kindness piece is so important because when you ask yourself for that kindness, your human condition is partly, it's it's wired to provide that because you know, Jack Canfield said something, mentioned his name before, when you're, it, he, I'm paraphrasing here, but when you're nice to someone, they can be, they're likely going to be nice back to you. And so when you create this kindness within yourself, that's one thing you can definitely ask of yourself. Another element to ask of ourselves is forgiveness. You know, all of us, every one of us has had a story or two or three during this time when the pandemic started, where we've perhaps, you know, our nutrition's gone down, we've missed a workout, our hydration's been poor. We've been overtired. Maybe we reacted in a certain way just because we've been all trying to cope. Forgiveness is really important to ask ourselves a forgiveness and then to grant it. With forgiveness comes freedom. Once you let go of a story that's no longer serving you anymore, you create space for a new narrative. And in order to create space for a new narrative, we ask, ask ourselves for that. I would also say the third piece to your question is asking for gratitude, is really celebrating those great things that we've done. Who have we connected with? What difference have we made? Who did we smile to? Who did we give help to? What question did we ask that brightened someone's day? What time did we take to check in on someone who may have been isolated and feeling down during this key time? And so gratitude, when we ask ourselves of that, we ask ourselves for appreciation. And when you give yourself kindness, forgiveness, and gratitude, you become inherently powerful to be able to then be of service to others. Yeah, my hope, uh, you know, coming out of this is is really the the world, you know, went through a big, big thing together, but we can really come on out much happier and much more positive of people. I think before the pandemic hit, it was kind of all over the place. Mm. I really do sense that there's a certainly, you know, there's going to be a, a much more feeling of community coming out of this. Yes. And that's what I my, my hope is. You, that's a it's a wonderful optimistic way to look at it because when we're talking about listening and asking and leaning towards asking to your point is being gracious and honorable and respectful when we ask and when we ask for help or we ask for guidance or we ask a question or we ask for clarification or we ask for direction that honor 
that respect and, and just having that, that gracious approach is going to bring the community together. Like you said, there's going to be some recalibration here. Everyone's kind of been off the field for a while. Yeah. So having this ability to listen and to really intuitively recognize when someone needs to be asked a question. And, and when we ask, Hey, how are you doing? That's a great question, but there's so many layers to that. You know, how did your, how was your sleep last week? How's that exercise program going? How's your mom? Hey, how's your kid doing with their online schooling? How are you feeling about that new business venture that you guys have launched in your business? Is really taking the ask of the other person two or three levels. Why? Everyone wants to tell these stories, Stu. We are storytellers by nature. Historically, generations, eras, bygone eras, we sat around fires and told stories. And so as we come through this time, is having this kindness and forgiveness and gratitude within ourselves, we are going to be much highly equipped to connect with other people. And like you so so well said, is is to really bring the society and community together in a time when we need it the most. Yeah, I, if, if, if anything, I feel like if that's what we get out of all this sitting at home and doing nothing and trying to figure out our lives, then it's going to be a real positive for the world. You know, the, the, more that, the more that we can stay together and individually be responsible and accountable for our own internal dialogue and how well we listen and how well we ask our questions, we're going to be that much better, that much more aligned, that much more capable, connect with the greater tribe, the greater good. The strength of the wolf is in the pack and the strength of the pack is in the wolf. That's how it works. And so as we all navigate through and all of our listeners so graciously joined us and we so appreciate it, we encourage you to continue to listen and continue to ask those questions to ourselves first so that we can be there as people navigate through their mental landscape and people overcome the emotions and people look for confidence and look for hope and connect to a a higher purpose that truly that we can all come out of this time and historically look back on and go, wow, that was a 15 round battle. And yet here we are better for it individually and even better for it collectively. Yeah. I, I, I don't have much else to add to that. I think that's a very good feeling, a good way to wrap up what we're dealing with today. Is there anything else you'd like to add to, uh, to let uh, our listeners know? I just, I want to go back to what I said. Thanks, Stu. I would say let's just all keep kindness and gratitude at the highest level. Those are very quiet, calm, sometimes unseen virtues. It's the height of power. And to continue to move forward together, I encourage all of us to do that. We are very grateful for all our listeners we have some resources on ranchbow.com and on my Instagram and uh, these podcast series. So if you'd like to dial into any further of them to get more information or to be in further inspired, we're very, very grateful to be of service. Stu, thank you for coming in and always having these great conversations and listening and just being of service like you have the conversations we've had together uh, off the microphone. I know you're doing a lot of amazing things out there and I want to acknowledge you for that. And I also want to uh, acknowledge all our listeners and all the victories that you're providing, some that no one's even seeing. And take a quiet moment to give gratitude to yourself. And we thank you because on the other end of this, this world's going to be a better place.